It's Jeep 4x4 season. Make your next adventure epic and hurry in now for great deals. And now, well-qualified lessees get a low-mileage lease on the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe for $389 a month for 24 months with $5,399 due at signing. Tax title license extra. No security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution, a lease request, or capital. Extra charge for miles over 20000 Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 531-23. Jeep is a registered trademark. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey, we're on the monorail, and I don't know about you guys, but I feel like a podcasting superstar. Hey, Jen, what are you looking at? I think I just saw Rosie O'Donnell. Wait, that wasn't Drew Carey? Could have sworn I saw Whoopi Goldberg. I don't know. Maybe it was just Cher. I think you're just remembering the video. Welcome to episode 165 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Today, we will be giving the his on Superstar Limo. Right now, we are recording live for our Groove Troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, sign up for our Groove Troop. Go to dizhis.com, and you will find the link at the very top. As well as seeing our beautiful faces, you'll be entered into our lovely giveaways. Tara, who's not here right now watching live, but she actually just got uh, she won a wax melt and she actually just got it. But we give away wax melts once a month. We'll, we will be giving away a wax melt next week. Um, also, we give away Disney merch and whatever Chris has laying around his house that's Disney related. Uh, also, if you want to ta- talk with our other group troop members, you will have access to our Discord where we have Disney daily questions and um, our live shows are kind of messy. So just go ahead and check us out. Low is two bucks a month. You can join our Patreon. And if you want to share information, maybe give us ideas for future episodes or tell us information we may have missed out on past episodes or just message us some, you know, sweet nothings. You can go ahead and call us at 707-842-0345. That's 707-842-0345. Or you can email us at dishishistory at gmail.com. That's dishishistory at gmail.com. So this week, we have some really fun history, right? And I kind of didn't know anything about it until actually Chris mentioned it on No New Friends yesterday. I kind of, now I'm up uh, on vacation. I actually visited Chris last week for a couple of days. And so I talked about, you know, our, my trip with Chris and hanging out with Chris on No New Friends. And um, he was kind of talking about Superstar Limo a little bit. And it actually has a lot of good history behind this attraction. Yeah, I know nothing about this attraction until I did the history on it. And Chris was telling me about it a little bit. Uh, one of our Patreons, I believe, it w- Chris, was it Dane? Who it was told Dane, us? I think. Yeah, Dane if it's told an us. it's old ride, it's Dane. Yeah, Dane told <laughs> us about the ride. And I never heard of it. I didn't know anything about it till I did the history. And you're right. It has some interesting history. I've been on it. Oh, you've been on it. I have. Oh, I cannot wait to get your opinion on the ride. <laughs> that was, it was 20 years ago. So it was like yesterday. Jen was like five. <laughs> No, um, I have actually been on it once. So, and the attraction's still there, but it's just something else, correct? Correct. It's um, Monsters Inc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what Ryan I think was saying, or old Ryan was saying in our chat yesterday. Um, but I'm kind of really excited to kind of jump into the history. Let's get to the his on Superstar Limo. Superstar Limo was a ride at Disney California Adventure. This slow, dark ride was themed for the Hollywood Picture Backlot area. This attraction had a lot of issues that caused it to change from what Imagineers initially imagined. Unfortunately, the quick change caused this attraction to become known as one of the worst Disney rides and was closed within a year. I have a question right off the bat, Alex. I might have an answer. I know you're a stickler with wording. How I mean, mad were you that you had to use the word imagine two words after the word Imagineers? I know I, yeah. I know you and you're probably searching for a word for a while. I actually you know what? It was one in the morning when I got to it. So when I got to reread everything. So I was like, you know what? It is what it is. But yes, when I was rereading it, I realized that I had the word Imagineer and imagined right next to each other. 
And yes, it did bother me, but I didn't feel like putting the effort in effort into you changing should, it. You should have called me. I would have told you envisioned. No, because you would have been asleep. It's true. <laughs> so that's your first question. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. I'm sorry. That's all right. So, uh, Alex, I have a question for you also. Okay. Did I you made... have fun doing this history? I did have fun doing this history, actually. You know what? I um I did this history in like two days and uh I did have fun. Uh you know, to be honest, the last month, some of the history has been kind of dull and I've kind of had to do a lot of writing about the stuff we're doing rather than the actual history. And uh, this one had a lot of good history and I really did actually like doing it. Can, uh, OK, well, when we when when we are playing the history, right, I want to know what was your favorite part of history when we get to it? Like, you can be like, oh, this was my favorite part of history of the history. OK, OK. Jen, you got anything to say? I know I wrote it. I vaguely remember. I remember one specific thing with it. Um, it's kind of crazy to know Rosie O'Donnell. That's all I remember <laughs> that the character was in it. Um, because it was, it was our first trip, obviously, to California Adventure. Um, it was 20 years ago. And so that's a long time to remember something like this now you ask my husband he could probably walk you through the whole ride because he never <laughs> forgets anything but um it's kind of crazy that it was only open for such a short amount of time yeah that is strange i am almost positive rosie donald is not in the ride okay so <laughs> i swear to you How do i know because i, I watched the ride through twice and i remember seeing her but there was a promo video of rosie donald and drew carey going through the ride from the Drew Carey show, all of his mates and Rosie O'Donnell going through Rosie the ride, O'Donnell seeing thing. the ride before it opened. Um, no, but I do not see Rosie O'Donnell. I think Jen, now, I think you're getting her mixed up with Whoopi Goldberg. Maybe that's it. Now I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna go to my phone a friend. <laughs> I mean, there is there is share, but I, I wouldn't say Rosie. Maybe O'Donnell's that's share, who I'm thinking of. But because it's caricatures, like, it's hard to see who they look like sometimes. I mean, Whoopi Goldberg and Rosie Donald are both comedians. So I feel like right. it could be a good. They're both comedians with dark hair. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Yeah, it could, it could I've be. I've also been I'm, Drew Carey. I'm asking my phone a friend who remembers everything. Oh, you wrote it. Wait, hold on. That I, I totally forgot this is just in Disneyland. So you were in Disneyland that one year it was open? Yes. Yeah, so we. That's crazy. The very, the very first time that we were at Disneyland, it was like the week before California Adventure opened. So it was one of those things where you can like see, you know, the thing through the window, like you're looking through the slats and you can see the park because it's right there. They're right across from each other. Mm-hmm. But, and how how sucky was that, that we're sitting there and, you know, we're kind of like looking and, and knowing it's going to be open the next week and we're there the week before. So we knew we had to go back. So we went back. And went in and it had to have been that first year. Well, of course, it was within that first year because it closed. Um, So went back, did the California Adventure thing, and that's when we wrote it. Wow. Pretty cool. Well, you let us know. uh, You chime in whenever you get your message back and I'll edit it in as if you He said, I think. That bothers me. Ooh, that's not that's not a positive. So that could be wrong. That That bothers me. I'm almost positive that she is not in the the ride. Because I watched the ride through twice, and I don't remember seeing her. And I wrote the history, and I remember writing her name down. The 1980s was a bad time for Disney. The continual box office failures made the company depend heavily on the success of the Disney parks. In 1982, Disney began thinking of adding a second park to Disneyland. By 1991, Disney announced the plans at Westcott, a West Coast version of Epcot, which would be built on the Disneyland parking lot. In 1992, Bureau of Disney was opened and had terrible reviews, which caused large financial struggles for Disney. By 1995, ideas for Westcott was scrapped, and Michael Eisner needed a plan for a new park. Disney execs wanted to keep guests in the park instead of leaving to go to other California attractions. He gathered company executives in Aspen, Colorado to think of ideas, and would end up with a plan for the California-themed park. In 1996, Disney announced Disney's California Adventure, with the premier attraction being a fast dark ride called Superstar Limo. The plan's attraction in 1996 was not the ride that premiered in 2001. Superstar Limo was a high-speed ride through Hollywood, with paparazzi chasing the guests. Guests enter the ride being greeted by Michael Eisner. He would announce how they are the newest Disney stars but have to arrive at the Grauman's Theater quickly to sign a huge movie deal. Guests were then chased through the town by paparazzi. When they arrived, Michael Eisner would announce how they were photographed and can now not be used for the film. As the guests left the ride, they would walk through the Chinese theater-themed gift shop 
to see their faces on the tabloids. All right, I'm looking and I am seeing no Rosie O'Donnell. So I don't know who I remember seeing. And obviously my memory is terrible. Maybe it was she. Oh, it could you could have been the pro it could have been the promo that you're thinking about. But I rode the ride. I know, but maybe just I mean that was a long time ago. Maybe you're just getting it confused. Yeah, maybe you're getting real life mixed with caricatures. That's scary. (laughs) Really unsettling. Speaking about unsettling, what did you think about this ride, Alex? Do you watch the, the ride through a bunch of times? Yeah, um, this is a terrible ride. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Disney, unfortunately, will get more into the history of why it was a terrible ride. and But it was not well made. And I think it is of low quality. That is something you would expect to see at a just a run of mill um, like Halloween, you know, those like those fair rides where you just ride through and stuff like just is there for you to look at. That's kind of what it's like. So if you can imagine, because California Adventure was very different back then than what it is now. And there are definitely parts where it felt as though it was very quickly thrown together. You know, this is the, you know, the end. We're running out of a budget. What do we have in the warehouse that we can kind of throw together and put it you know out because opening day is coming kind of thing but in their defense they were going for a boardwalk feel and that kind of ride is something you would see at a boardwalk the fact that it's not not, no it's not a good thing because that's not the that's not the quality they should be matching up to but in their defense if they're going for a boardwalk feel which one they were going for that kind of ride is one you would see at a at a boardwalk you know somewhere I will say this. I do remember now because I did start to watch the ride through and everything like that. I didn't get finished with it because of dinner, but um, just to kind of help jog my memory of it. And I do remember just the utter confusion of getting off the ride and going, what the hell did we just ride? Yeah. And then getting seeing that picture <laughs> of you in your, your face saying, what did we just witness? And And I don't remember the picture part of it. That part, that's I like, I'm going to have to just consult with my phone a friend because i don't remember them taking a picture we definitely don't have a picture anywhere like if you could buy it i guess we were cheap and we didn't so but mm, yeah no i do remember getting off and just kind of not quite sure what that was the concept of the ride had to be changed when princess diana died in a car accident in august of 1997 the accident was allegedly caused by the presence of paparazzi pursuing the vehicle she was in construction was planned to start in january of 1998 but Disney now had to change the whole concept of the ride. The Hollywood Pictures backlot needed a headline attraction. The idea of cloning a popular MGM Studios attraction, like Great Movie Ride, Tower of Terror, or Rock and Roller Coaster, was financially impossible, since the budget for Superstar Limo was already set. Disney decided to instead take the original concept of the ride and make it slower, with all the paparazzi images taken out. The original sights and gags for the ride had to be reimagined, since the speed at which people were passing by was greatly reduced. To keep the ride entertaining, they added in celebrity cameos, since this was an attraction for Hollywood Pictures' backlot. The ride also had a lot of references to the famous Los Angeles locations, as well as being full of Hollywood inside jokes. Disney Imagineers didn't like the new idea for the ride, but Michael Eisner loved the new concept and greenlit it immediately. The cameos in the attraction were limited to celebrities that were already contracted to Disney, or celebrities that were cheaper when it came to buying the rights. The celebrity cameos were caricature models, not animatronics. Doesn't this ride kind of remind you of the ride that's over at uh, Universal Studios, the Jimmy Fallon ride? Isn't that very similar? It's kind of like he's, you're going through and you see all the celebrities. I haven't. Read, but, I we know could, I haven't. but you're talking about time removed. So you can't have, you know, such a global tragedy happen and then oh, yeah. continue on with a concept for this ride. I mean, so kudos to the Imagineers for trying yeah. to think on their feet and work with what they have, even though the product still ended up being, you know, crap. But I mean, it's better than I'm just sure leaving. I'm sure people liked it. Yeah, that's why it closed down within a year. Because people what liked horrible it. timing. That sucks. Can you imagine yeah. how horrible the, the Imagineers felt after working so long on this project? Imagine it, imagine if it was six it. months later after it was built and it happened. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess that would be a little worse. <laughs> well, I feel like maybe, I, maybe not, because then at least it's not a situation where, you know, ooh, you know, poor form Disney for continuing yeah, making this yeah, ride after it happens. If the tragedy happened after the ride had opened, you know, 
almost justifiable to bring it down and reimagine it as opposed to, you know, just continuing on with construction. This ride, just all in all, very, very strange. Well, hold, I don't... hold on, hold on. Do, do you think the ride closed down? Because kind of, this is kind of what you're going on, right, Chris? Yes. Is that, do you think the ride closed down because of, of the whole paparazzi thing? No, because the paparazzi you, you don't no, think no, that would involved in the, in the ride. Yeah, it was reimagined. Well, there was no, reimagined. there was no, you were basically just taking a drive through California Hollywood. and there's yeah. all kinds of, you know, there's all kinds of these really weird celebrities just like with really big mouths and teeth, like looking yes. at you and they don't talk. They're not like animatronics <laughs> are, you know, we're talking about they're not animatronics. Know, like, 2000. Yeah, they're right. not animatronics. Well, but we're we're not even nearly that advanced for that. So it's mm-hmm. just these creepy mm-hmm. ass, you know, things looking at Yeah, we are. Great movie ride had The Wicked Witch, which was amazing. I think animatronics could have made the ride worse, actually. <laughs> could you <laughs> I, imagine? I think the art style they chose is what made it so so bad, yes. But Joe, like you, you're thinking paparazzi might have been been efficient, affected it. But no, there was no paparazzi involved. That's why it was so bad. Because they had to change everything about yeah. it within like yeah. five months, which but is yeah, that's why, what I'm saying. Though, yeah. if, they, if they would have kept the original idea, maybe right. it would have lasted longer. Yeah, it it would have been more like a rock and roller coaster. So it was just riding through California. So you're essentially doing that ride on your way to the park. Well, no, because it's Hollywood and you're in Anaheim. Oh. In the ride queue, guests would arrive through baggage claim and watch a puppet version with a large head and mouth of Joan Rivers on a news broadcast talking about the newest big Hollywood star. Once you arrive at the boarding area, guests got in a purple car, which had two rows sitting two to three people per row. The car was supposed to be a stretch limo with white trim, white wall tires, white seats, and large flat gold grill. It was also covered in gold stars with a gold star hood ornament. The vehicle had two side mirrors on the opposite side that guests got in and out of. These side mirrors had little screens in them and would play a message from your sleazy agent Swifty LaRue. This unsettling puppet had human hands and ordered you to head to Man's Chinese Theater for the movie premiere. The inside of the ride matched the entrance of the attraction, crude plywood colored with bright colors with large text. You take your limo through Sunset Strip, Bel Air, Malibu, and the back lots of multiple movie studios. Throughout the ride are stiff figures like Melanie Griffith, Antonio Banderas, and Cindy Crawford on Rodeo Drive, with Regis Philbin popping out of the Bobo Room, waving sacks of cash. Tim Allen is doing comedy on the Sunset Strip as Jackie Chan balances while holding a rope. There was Drew Carey rocking back and forth holding out Hollywood star maps and Bel Air and Cher in Malibu. The big finale was Whoopi Goldberg surrounded by fans as she walks in front of Grauman's Chinese Theater. The attraction ends with Swifty LaRue telling writers that their movie was a success and they were now superstars. While guests left, they could purchase a picture of themselves on the ride. So Our picture maybe... must not have been good. <laughs> <laughs> so why, like, instead of like this changing the whole ride, why not just take the pop, like, it seems like the whole point the you ride. were chased you were being chased by paparazzi right that was yeah the that whole was point. that was the whole concept of the ride but why not change that only that part yeah Instead i don't know the whole I, ride you're yeah i don't i don't know why they would i don't know why probably they to get just... as far removed from that concept as possible so that there was wow. no air of insensitivity but also well, they needed, like... the attention to detail it needed to be way more because if you're going fast you don't need to like you know put in a bunch of a, like detail but now that you have to go slow I think that's what the big issue was. Listen, they had to add all these like really detailed listen. things in. But why listen, go slow? Here, here, this is what you could have done. Okay. I'm trying to get to, it's like Pee Wee's Big Adventure on Netflix, right? I'm trying to get to a party. I'm in a rush to get to a party and I'm meeting all these celebrities, right? And the celebrities are like, hey, hey, I'm trying to get somewhere. Like I'm a celebrity. I'm trying to get somewhere. At the end, I'm a celebrity. Like, like we, we just said. I don't know, Boom. Joe. Any, any, any person who is behind this. Uh, probably didn't think the same way you did because they were the ones that also thought the grand finale should be Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah, she was, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg was really hot at that time. I well, d- d- debatable. Like so, Hansel, like Hansel's so hot right now. Yeah, all, exactly. All, also, um, I love how they kind of went my method uh, when I would write essays in college. Is put like they they had these really big movie stars and they kind of just threw in these like C and D list actors because they were cheap. So it's like you have these really nice, nice, really good points. And then you just kind of put some filler stuff in in between. So it looked like there was a lot of celebrities. So you see Regis film and then you don't know who the next three stars are. And then you're like, oh, there's uh, there's Jackie Chan. I kind of respect how they did that. <laughs> you know, you know, all the stars in this during that time era. We well, said they had to go cheap. I don't know who. Um, hmm, Melanie Griffith is. Really? 
Yeah. Oh no. my gosh. We're like so nice. Top ten, my favorite act- actress. What <laughs> <laughs> I would I know Melanie Griffith if I looked her up? I think so. Yeah, I think you would. I think so. I don't know who Superman is. Adam Adam nailed it on the head in chat because he said it was the animatronic animatronic version of Genesis Genesis <laughs> of Confusion video. It really was. <laughs> do you like remember the that music video? Come, yeah. Do you remember that video? Land of Confusion. Was it like a car- no, I don't. Are you kidding me? That video gave me no. nightmares. <laughs> so messed up. Really? You would remember it if you watched it. Is it kind of like cartoons? No. Uh, it's characters. Uh, They're all like weird. I think I know what you're talking about now. It's like really scary. Well, they're all, you just, you have to go watch it. So, it kind of, you ever see that HBO um, show where it's like for kids and they're doing puzzles? And it's like sweet. steampunk. Is that what you're talking about? Like, the, is the music video kind of like steampunkish? Mm, no. No? Okay. So you're just going to have to watch it. Breaking news. Don't know who Melanie Griffith is, but I do know her daughter, Dakota Johnson. Oh, I don't know who Dakota Johnson is. That is just means Chris is watching Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> oh, that's her daughter? Yeah. Oh. I, I really I have no idea who uh, I, I don't recognize her face at all. Superstar Limo debuted on February 8th, 2001, and received harsh criticisms and guest backlash. The ride closed down on January 11th, 2002. Imagineers tried to plan for a retheming. The first idea was to rename it Goofy's Superstar Limo and have cameos of Mickey and Friends, with over 100 different characters spread throughout. The second idea was named Miss Piggy's Superstar Limo. The ride would have Muppets scattered throughout their attraction, wearing hard hats and using machinery to fix the scenes, as they would make fun of Superstar Limo. But following 9-11, the budget for Disney shrank even more, and the plans for their modeling went onto the shelf. The showroom would stay unused until 2005, when California Adventure was renovated. The ride was refurbished into Mike and Sully to the rescue. The ride opened quickly by January 2006, due to Imagineers just reusing everything. The cheap-looking attraction front and the buildings inside were simply repainted, along with a repainting of the limo ride vehicles to taxicabs. The terrible figures were given a new yellow CDA outside appearance, but it is still very easy to tell which figures was Jackie Chan and which was Drew Carey. My thought was always there was a huge missed opportunity here and they could have turned this into something with House of Mouse. I was just going to say that. Wow. I thought the same thing after reading this because that was a big show uh, during this time. And that would have been really, really cool to see all yes. the, the different IPs. They own all of them. I mean, they could use all of those IPs in there. That would have been so cool. You're right. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they definitely would have been feel- cool. And um, who was it? Uh, Adam just sent in chat. Who like what would be better there, Muppets or Mickey Mouse? I think the Muppets would have been really good. Also, I, I think the House of Mouse is a great idea, right? But I also think Muppets would have been good because they already do a lot of things with celebrities. So you could have still kept some of these celebrities in there, and then the Muppets could have been in there also. Yeah, I think the Muppets would have done well. I think the hundred different characters would have been amazing as well. I think any of those. Yeah. Would have oh, been me great. too. Yeah. If they didn't have any budget cuts, I think that those two, one of those two rides would have been successful for a, a time for sure. Monsters Inc. does look cool. I, I have watched drive throughs and it is a Monsters Inc. definitely deserves a ride. And I think this was a cool, um, good choice. Now, nah, one in sure. Asia is better. It's, is it? it's yeah. kind of like, you know, you can see where they slap the bandaid over it. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, yes. my family's the ones that are picking out the, you know, having watched, you know, the videos before right. Superstar Limo. They're the ones that are picking out the old puppets and, you know, the old characters and all that stuff mm-hmm. like that. But they, uh, it, I think I mean, it's, just a, it's, it's a dark ride. Right. It, it, it's just, you know, really, I it's thought one and was very positive. What was that? That's <laughs> I said, I think Monsters Inc. is very positive. Oh my God. It's, but it's, it's a one and done ride. And I wouldn't wait yeah. more than 10 or 15 minutes for it. But I like those, like, I, I love those, uh, like, quote unquote, like, bad rides that Disney has. Like, nowhere, nowhere else in the world are you going to get on a ride like your pants flight and think it's amazing. But in Disney, it's just kind of magical. No, so it's, it's like, not. So it's like, so it's like, like Winnie the Pooh and all that. Like, I would hate that anywhere else, but in Disney, it's just awesome. Like, I love those just slow, dark rides. So I think I'd really like Monsters, Inc. Because that's just kind of what makes Disney Disney. They have these really, really, like, high-budget Rise of the Resistance, and they also have these, like, just ride through. It feel like you're, like, basically in a storybook or something. I definitely think the best thing about it at the end is, you know, Roz, Roz is there at the end, giving her one-liners and her zingers. <laughs> 
quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The Regis Philbin figure was transformed into Randall Box. During the development of the ride, a sign in the ride read Dream Jerks, a jab at DreamWorks, but would later be removed before construction. The ride was narrated by voice actor Corey Burton, known for voicing Captain Hook, Dale, Count Dooku, and Cad Bane. He even played Cad Bane in The Book of Boba. Superstar Limo was so bad, it only lasted 337 days, not even making it a full calendar year. The ride took three minutes and three seconds. Three minutes long? Three minutes and three that's seconds. That's crazy. That's, that's like... Very oh slow. God. Very slow. Yeah. No, it's very fast, I feel like, for a dark ride. Three minutes? Oh, I feel like three yeah, minutes is true. pretty slow. This Navi River Journey, I feel like, is really short. I feel like that's like four or five minutes. Oh my God, that ride lasts forever. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the history, Alex? My favorite part of the history would have to be the connection with uh, Princess Diana and how it affected the ride coming out and not being well done because of how they had changed it so quickly. And it really shows you that Disney has to put time and effort into a ride for it to be successful. They can't just yeah. throw something together and it work. They're big, but they're not that big. Mm-hmm. We here at Disney think Superstar Limo is one of the worst rides ever produced by Disney. Unfortunately for Disney, circumstances affected the concept and design. We're glad it was changed to a more fun IP like Monsters, Inc. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best, and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord chat, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park. We have a special Spotify playlist. Overall, we just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the Goof Troop. Just go to DizHiz.com, and on top, there's a link. So we have Nick with Sam Piper Vacations here with us, and he is going to do his uh, travel segment, Jen and um, Nick. Also, he just got back from going on The Wish, which I'm really, really kind of excited to hear about and for him to break down how everything is and how the new ship looks and the time that he had. So how are you doing today, Nick? I'm very awesome. Thanks for having me back. And um, it was a good time, actually. I got to hang out with um, Jen and Joe the day before going on The Wish. Oh, yeah. That was the real, like, peak of his trip. It wasn't the wish. (laughs) It was spending the day with us. It was seeing Joe on the Disney Skyliner while my child was talking (laughs) to him. Listen, hold on. I did it, though, right? I was on the Skyliner. I I did it, right? Your eyes were closed the whole time. (laughs) No, I opened my eyes, like, three times, I think. No, listen. The real, the real, the best part of that entire day was Joe facing his fear, riding the Skyliner in crystal clear blue skies, and Nick's daughter, Piper, just mercilessly taunting him yeah. just just really giving it to him at like, four years she's old she's like we're going down we're going down <laughs> oh no it's <laughs> amazing no it was, no, it was yeah, fun, fun. It, it was all it, it was amazing chris it really was it, 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 it can be scared. one of your highlights it doesn't have to be the highlight that was awesome getting to spend time with you guys and um yeah like i said we board the, the disney wish the very next day um, it was a very unique sailing that we were able to board. Um, so we were invited by Disney Cruise Line to wow. um, experience a ship with um, probably about 200 other travel agency owners um, throughout the entire world. They brought people in from overseas as well. Um, so it was actually a very busy cruise for us. To um, They had a lot organized around the ship of 
um, CN cabin tours we saw inside the um, funnel suite, which is two stories of magnificent. Oh my God. Um, if you have $30,000 you want to drop on a three night cruise, please give me <laughs> or Jen a call. <laughs> we'll happily <laughs> look that for you. So um, let's back up a little bit though, because the invite in itself, it just speaks volumes for the service that your agency provides, because this is not something that was just a blanket invitation to whoever was the fastest finger or anything like that. Like you really have had to make an impact in the travel industry and the cruise industry specifically uh, to, in order to kind of, you know, have this invitation extended to you. So let's, let's start there. You know, obviously the agency is doing well, you're providing a good service. The feedback has been great um, for the agency itself to Disney Cruise Lines. And so here we are. Now you've got the special invitation, right? Yeah. And we were, myself was one of the first ones to hop back on a cruise ship once they relaunched last year and um, just kind of shows, show our customers as well to our clients that cruising was a safe and is a safe industry. I know. Unfortunately, a lot of people are getting COVID again right now. It's just the nature of the world right now that we're in. Um, but in general, the cruise lines are doing a fantastic job of making sure everybody's safe with pre-testing. Piper had to get tested twice before the cruise, which is a pain in the butt um, since she's unvaccinated and under five. Um, but other than that, everything else felt safe, very clean. As you know, Disney does a fantastic job cleaning. There's literally, every time I walked outside of the bathroom, there was always a guy walking in there to clean after me. So. Felt bad for that guy a few times after dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so let's so so from the second that you step on the ship, for anybody that's ever been on, you know, a cruise or more specifically a Disney cruise, you know, you step onto the ship and and they're just absolutely beautiful. But your pictures that you posted and everything that we've seen online, the wish just completely blows what your expectations are of stepping on board a cruise ship out of the water. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. And especially the other Disney ships are very kind of nautical themes. Um, the Wish is going a different route in that it is very um, hands-on with the princess um, castle kind of story. So um, I felt like everywhere you walked, you just felt like you're in an amazing up-to-date castle, not a 1920s castle. Um, but everything was just beautiful, stunning. The um, statue and the main area with Cinderella and her glass slipper just lit up the entire atrium and they handed out everybody a little wishing wand as well too and um, would make wishes occasionally and then the lights lit up and it was just magical. Good and so now unique dining experiences that are specific only to the wish right? Yeah so um, if you're familiar with Disney Cruise Line all the other ships do have a what they call rotational dining um, so unlike um, Carnival and Royal Caribbean, where you have one main dining room, um, Disney has three different restaurants that you rotate to every single night. So you're in a different restaurant. But what's awesome oh. is you stay with the same exact server every single night. So that server gets to know you, knows your likes, your dislikes. So by day two, he had our sodas ready on the table. He already knew what cocktails to recommend to me because I need a drink. Um, but the restaurants on this ship are completely different. Um, so there's one called 1923. Um, it's based on when the Walt Disney Company um, started in 1923. It's a very kind of upscale looking, but also um, just very magical with all the different storyboards throughout the history of the Walt Disney Company, seeing all the different movies out there and sculptures. Um, our first night, we went to Arendelle, which is um, basically a continuation of Frozen 2. So it's a live, oh. um, live interaction uh, show uh, as well as dining so they had Anna and, Anna and Elsa and Kristoff and Sven and all of them on there it's, um, basically we were celebrating Anna and Kristoff's um, wedding engagement so that's cool throwing a party for them so they came around and talked to people they sang songs there was a live band um, the whole time the wandering Oaken is the host of it and he <laughs> now my favorite person just Walking around the ship saying, ooh, ooh. I love that <laughs> so guy. Him and, him and Olaf cool, had yeah. jokes going around. So they had <laughs> Olaf being pushed around. Um, Olaf talked about how he loved to look at the water. And that water reminded him that basically water has passed through four different humans in life. So um, That's so cool. Yeah. So did you, um, Paolo, did you go to Apollo? 
we did not make it to Paula. We were, um, our cruise was only three days long. So I, unfortunately, three days is a very short time to go on this ship. Um, this ship is a destination in itself. Um, if you are going on a cruise or Disney, Disney cruise specifically, there's so much to do on that ship that we couldn't even see it all in three days. And we had scheduled times to be at a lot of places and we still missed a lot. So missed the um, Palo and there's another um, adult only restaurant called Enchante or Enchante. I'm not, can't speak French. <laughs> <laughs> also, you get to meet someone on the ship. Who'd you get to meet? We um, got a surprise, um, got a couple of surprise guests on board. So our sailing was a unique sailing. It wasn't normal cruise guests that were paying. Um, There's a lot of Disney executives on board. And one person specifically, a lot of people know, is Jody Benson. Oh, oh really? Yes. So Still mad at you. Ariel for the Still mad at you. <laughs> and, and you posted pictures, right, on your Facebook page? Yes. Oh, no, no. He sends a text before he <laughs> even gets on the ship. Yeah. And it's just but a text of this random woman and the distance. And somebody he says that on our Facebook page that Jody Benson was at the port. And we're all like, oh, my God, Jody Benson's going to be on our cruise. Like, That's insane. Awesome. So word got around quickly. And then we heard she's going to be on. Um, I didn't see her until the next day. We had a private um, sales meeting for the travel agents. They had her come in there and sing a song to us. And <laughs> what? Um, you, you could hear a pin drop in there. <laughs> Like, it's not so a dry cool. eye. Like, we're all it's just, really like, cool. Out. Um, we also had the voice of Goofy on board, too. Oh, nice. Well, awesome. that's cool. Wow. So, what was really fun is I was taking Piper down the water slide, and um, over the intercom, the cruise director came on and was like, Hey, like, this is what's going on. So, it's like, also, I see over there in the distance um, a mermaid. So, she brings on Ariel to sing a live performance over the intercom. So oh my god was, a lot of people didn't realize that wasn't a, that wasn't a recording it was really her on the ship doing this and she did a little bit with goofy and i'm just like <laughs> wow that is so that's cool. really cool it is well, once in a lifetime kind of yeah, thing we, um piper and i ran into her in the elevator and she was super awesome took a picture and said hi to us and, wow piper's probably yeah. like why am i taking pictures <laughs> exactly. and then women? i was like piper that is the real ariel and she's I'm surprised she wasn't like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, I've seen her. That's not her. That's not her. Yeah. Wow. So overall, you, just a completely different experience than what you've had yeah, on the other ships. The ship in general, it's laid out completely different than the other ships. Everything, they kind of dropped everything lower so that the cabins are a lot higher. Um, the kids' deck is all on deck two, um, but you can actually slide from the atrium down to the kids' club. And they designed it smartly that the kids end up at the bottom of the slide into a hand washing station <laughs> did you go on the water slide though like yes. the water coaster how was yeah, that we went on the aqua mouse um it was having some technical difficulties at first but the aqua mouse um it was a very very cool concept i felt like it was a little honestly poorly um executed and that's a very quick ride so we waited in line for probably 45 minutes for it Mm. Um, um, but it's cool you go up on like a little raft and go up and there's little stories and then water shaping you different places and all of a sudden you Qu go into question question about that okay so you're going up the, the thing right and yes. water's shooting you are you just getting blasted in the back by the water or does it actually work okay that one going up the hill it was just like yes. little it wasn't like the big water ones so you were able to go so you weren't getting blasted by like you know uh water like pressure washer no. like no no it was okay, part okay. of the story, so it made it seem like it was raining water or it was like a little cannon shooting out water in certain spots. Okay. It was, it, the water went to the story. It was very, it was a cool concept and everything was just a very fast ride that I wish lasted longer, mm -hmm. which is hard to do on a cruise ship, but it's cool. And let's talk about the cruise you're about, you're about to go on. So I actually got invited back by Disney again. Wow. <laughs> so on another cruise, I set sail tomorrow on the Disney Dream for a four-night sailing with... Um, few other travel agents were just out there promoting that the Disney dream is actually located now in Miami. Um, it was always home to Port Canaveral, but they moved it down to Miami for now um, since the wish came on board. Um, so we're um, set in sail on Miami. A lot of great beaches here to check out. And lots of good food as well, too. Awesome. That's that's exciting. And um, is your whole family going on this cruise? No, it's actually me and another one of my agents on my team, Billy, um, who actually used to be a cast member at Disney as well, too. But he's a huge Disney Cruise fan. So excited to leave the family behind a little bit and have my own. 
fun time this time. So hopefully I can relax more because last time was a lot of work. All Jen heard was awesome. not Jen. Yes. It did. Again. I see the, <laughs> I see the face, Jen. It's all right. Got, all right. Gotta work, gotta work your way there, Billy. Billy I'm working. It's, it's okay. Listen. Listen, it's okay. I'll just mute Jen real quick, right? It's okay. I'm just gonna mute her, but when I say something, don't worry about her. When you're on the ship, just go ahead and promote Diz his. Do you, do you have the, the, the pride shirt? I, I did bring the pride shirt with me. <laughs> All you gotta do is promote this, his, you know, and um, don't worry about you. I'll be, yeah. <laughs> I'll be signing autographs and everything for it too. <laughs> okay. Hey, Nick, uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for telling us about the wish. Um, we're looking forward to having you back on our show in the future. I'd love to be back anytime. Thank you guys very much for having me. If you are interested in booking a vacation, specifically a cruise, can contact Jen, Joe, or myself, or visit us at sandpipervacations.com or the Disney's website as well. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. So, Alex, what did you do in this week in Disney? So this week in Disney, I didn't do too much. I did start watching Miss Marvel again, and um, I stopped at, I think, I think the second episode, and now I'm picking up on the third and fourth episode. And um, it's kind of slow. Did you guys Is watch Miss Marvel? I haven't started it yet. You haven't started I haven't it started it. I'm started so it bad. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's kind of slow or it's slow. But also they're talking a lot of different things, like using a lot of different words. And I don't know what's happening, kind of. So they're not <laughs> they're like going very they're going slow through the story. Yet uh, they're cramming a lot of information into small parts that you don't know what's happening gotcha. because they're talking about past experiences. They're talking about characters from different areas and all of it's coming together quickly, yet they're not really explaining everything too much. I hope mm. later in the season they explain more because right now I'm kind of lost. And I was talking to my wife. I was like, are you getting all this? And she's like, no, nah, I have no idea what's going on. Oh, wow. So hopefully as I go into the series more, um, I start understanding it better and it all comes together, which, you know, I have hopes it will. And that is all I did in Disney. Chris, what did you do this week? The first thing that I did this week in Disney is I found out how to tell Chip and Dale from each other. Because you didn't know? Um, Seriously? You didn't know? No. no. Wow. I knew I had a 50% shot, so I would always just guess. Yeah. But I found out chocolate chip. Yeah. Brown nose. Chip. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I never knew that. Wasn't it in, wasn't yeah. it in the movie? There was. Like, Don't know. I'm pretty sure in the movie that just came out, there was a reference to it. Not sure. I was listening to a uh, uh, different podcast, and they said something about chocolate chip. I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's genius!" Probably <laughs> could be uh, intentional. Um, that's the coolest thing I did. The other, the other, I guess, cool thing was the uh, Hall H presentation at San Diego Comic Con, yes. uh, introducing and restoring hope to everybody to everything that I said uh, what a week or two ago that I was really worried about. Kevin Feige heard me and answered my prayers. Um, very excited. And I just realized they, they just announced this either yesterday or today, but the director from Shang-Chi, who is coming back to direct Shang-Chi 2, and is also producing a, oh gosh, 
Mr. Mar, I forget, uh, uh, Wonder Man, I think, for Disney Plus, was uh, he's the director for Avengers Kang Dynasty. So got a really, we got a fresh new take on the Avengers because I think it's always been the Russo brothers, if I'm not, uh, not mistaken, that would do the Avengers movies. So uh, yeah, got a fresh new take at the Avengers with a, uh, with a really you know, up and coming director. I'm really excited about that. And it's in good hands because Shang-Chi was a very, very well, like, well-directed movie. It was well-directed. The idea yes. that, that, like, that uh, her, his psychic could pick up a bow and master it in a day kind of lost on me. The, yeah. the screenwriting was questionable, <laughs> but the directing, I thought, was there was very good choreographed yes. scenes, and it was very visually appealing. So I'm very excited for him to take the reins. And, uh, and they, we also got a sneak peek, or uh, we didn't, but people in the room got a sneak peek of uh, Quantumania, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And Kang makes an appearance in that, which is really cool. So does Modoc. He's getting Ooh. a lot of controversy right now because he's a robot instead of a big head. What? So people, yeah, people are pretty outraged. Are you serious? Yeah. There's like, yeah. Um, so there's that. And then the last thing they showed was Guardians of the Galaxy 3, yeah. um, which James Gunn said he wasn't prepared to show to the public yet because there was some visual effects stuff that wasn't quite ready yet. Uh-huh. But uh, it's a story. It's, I'm hearing it's a story about like uh, about Rocket. Which is, she said, is like the saddest story in the oh wow in the galaxy. That's yeah. cool. So there's a baby rocket is in the trailer, which I saw a little leak of. Oh, don't tell, don't tell Kevin Feige. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm really excited, and I think what I'm most excited for is um the Daredevil series that was yes, announced, an 18 episode uh, Daredevil Reborn series. Yeah, I'm very excited for that with the and actor from of, Netflix. Uh, yeah, yep, a lot of good stuff to be excited for. Uh, hey, who we what saw about the rolling. what about the Black Panther trailer? Uh, Wakanda Forever. I'm um man. That was that was a lot. I I have no idea what's going on at all in that trailer. Yeah, I, I have no idea the plot, it. but it's yeah, I have no cool. idea what's going on. But I'm very very excited for it. For, <laughs> for some reason, too. yeah. For some reason, even after seeing that trailer and not knowing what was going on, I couldn't be any more excited for it. We'll dive more into this next week, uh, and maybe have some predictions of some of the announced titles that weren't revealed that they're going to uh, hopefully announce a D23 in September. Yeah, and hopefully more footage comes out before we record next time Yes, and have more uh, details regarding mm-hmm. each of these uh, shows or movies, I should say, really. Well, shows and movies, right? Both, yeah. I can't wait for She-Hulk, and I can't wait for Daredevil, but I guess we'll get in more into that next week. Okay, Jen, how about you? What did you do? Uh, let's see. I went to the Moonlight Magic event last night at oh, Animal cool. Kingdom. So that was fun. That was a last minute kind of invite. Um, it's they only had a few rides open. So they really? it was Dinosaur, Everest, and the two Pandora rides. Is that normal? No. But I mean, oh. what are you gonna do at Animal Kingdom? Yeah. I mean, they're not gonna do a nighttime <laughs> safari or anything. Which would be so, cool. Yes. Uh, but I don't want to get eaten by lions, so um also I'll true. pass. But um, but even I mean, despite all of that, and that's probably why there's a shorter um, why it's a shorter block of time, you know, still it was a good time. You know, the kids rode Everest back to back to back because it was essentially a walk on ride. So that was pretty cool. Um, You know, kind of nice to see the park at night because I can't really think of the last time I was there in, you know, evening hours. Uh, The show that they do on the Tree of Life. Never seen that. I guess it's something that's only reserved for obviously after after dark hours, and that doesn't always happen at Animal Kingdom. Uh, highly recommend that. That was really, really um, that's cool. Moving and and I liked it a lot. Hmm. So, um, but fun, you know, just kind of something interesting to do. Uh, and that's pretty much all I did this week. That's a cool thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. We got really lucky because it has been harder and harder as um, DVC members to get in on those. So, um, yeah, we got really lucky. Yeah, very cool. Joe, what did you do this week in Disney? So I didn't really do too. I actually watched Zombies 3. Oh. And it wasn't that bad. Okay. Right? I, I kind of enjoyed it. I didn't think it was terrible. I mean, it's campy, cheesy, whatever. What do, you, what do you want from these type of movies? Yeah. I expect campy. But was it terrible compared to 1 and 2? No, I don't think so, man. Really? One and two are not like the best movies in the world. They're campy okay. and why don't, you, why don't you just pump your brakes? <laughs> okay. 
So I liked it. Whatever. I mean, I liked it for what it was. It yes. wasn't freaking Avengers. I wasn't going into it I mean, thinking I was going to watch Forrest Gump. Okay. I mean, it couldn't be no. Avengers because there's no more Avengers movies coming out. That's true. That's true. There's no more <laughs> Avengers movies coming out. But let me, let me tell you something. Okay. So I, I did that. I've been gone for like three months on this vacation. Yeah, it's a long so I really one. didn't do too much Disney. Uh, I got to see Chris, which was a lot of fun. Which yeah. We talked about on his episode of No New Friends. So if you want to go ahead and hear about our little shenanigans that we got up to, you can go listen to uh, No New Friends. And that's pretty much it. Joe and Chris, you guys didn't do anything Disney together. You guys have a Disney podcast. You don't see each other in person very often. You see each other for two days. You don't do one thing Disney. We tried to force a meet and greet um, with Mickey Mouse. Yeah, oh, over okay. at the mall there in Philly. And how'd that go? And Missy, he was there, man. Like the mouse yeah. was there, but he ran away from us. Yeah, a real live, a real live Mickey Mouse. It was, yeah, it was, a, it was a real live mouse. Yeah, he went back to his ho- his home, which was underneath the soda machine. I I think it's so funny. I, I I talk about this on No New Friends, right? That when Chris comes down to Florida, we take him to uh, Universal. You know, Universal. We take him to Disney Springs. All these like super nice places, and he takes me to Camden. So, <laughs> you know, I saw I saw a mouse once in Disney. Really? Oh, they're all over the place. That's yeah. why they have the cats. They let the cats out at night. What? Yeah, they let the cats out at night to get all the mice. Okay, is this a real fact? Yeah, I, I think, think it might be. Sure. Jen, is it? I... They no. do have stray cats. I don't know if it's Disneyland or Disney World, but I did. No. I do remember seeing cats. Yes. No. There's cats. I mean, like you know, Animal Kingdom, they have lions. Yeah. I mean, that's true, too. That's the His on Superstar Limo. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.